Welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstead. Together we have come through Book Talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. <laughs> the book of the moment for today's episode is Dominicana by Angie Cruz. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Angie Cruz is a novelist and editor. Her fourth novel, How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water, is forthcoming fall 2022. That was an awkward sentence to read. Um, (laughs) Her novel, Dominicana, was the inaugural book pick for GMA Book Club and chosen as the 2019-2020 Word Up Uptown Reads. It was shortlisted for the Women's Prize, longlisted for the Andrew Carnegie Medals for Excellence in Fiction, the Aspen Words Literacy Prize, a RUSA notable book, and the winner of the ALA YALSA Alex Award in Fiction. It was named Most Anticipated Best Book in 2019 by Time, Newsweek, People, Oprah Magazine, The Washington Post, The New York Times, and Esquire. Cruz is the author of two other novels, Soledad and Let It Rain Coffee. Oh, I've heard, I've read part of Let It Rain Coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. I forget why, but oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, and the recipient of numerous fellowships and residencies, including the Lighthouse Fellowship, Siena Art Institute, and the CUNY Dominican Studies Institute Fellowship. She's published shorter works in the Paris Review, VQR, Kalaloo, Gulf Coast, and other journals. She's the founder and editor-in-chief of the award-winning literary uh, journal Aster 4, Aster 9. That's nine, right? IX. I'll never. It's nine. I think it's nine. I will never conquer Roman numerals. No, um, it's fine. And is currently an associate professor at University of Pittsburgh. She divides her time between Pittsburgh, New York, and Turin. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, 15-year-old Anna Concion never dreamed of moving to America the way the girls she grew up with in the Dominican countryside did. But when Juan Ruiz proposes and promises to take her to New York City, she has to say yes. It doesn't matter that he is twice her age, that there is no love between them. Their marriage is an opportunity for her entire close-knit family to eventually immigrate. So on New Year's Day, 1965, Ana leaves behind everything she knows and becomes Ana Ruiz, a wife confined to a cold six-floor walk-up in Washington Heights. Sorry. Lonely and miserable, Ana Ana hatches a reckless plan to escape. But at the bus terminal, she is stopped by Cesar, Juan's free-spirited younger brother who convinces her to stay. As the Dominican Republic slides into political turmoil, Juan returns to protect his family's assets, leaving Cesar to take care of Ana. Suddenly, Ana is free to take English lessons at a local church. What the fuck? Lie on the beach at Coney Island, see a movie at Radio City Music Hall, and go dance with Cesar, and imagine the possibility of a different kind of life in America. When Juan returns, Anna must decide once again between her heart and her duty to her family. Without any further ado, let's get into it. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. There's like a tickle. Mm-mm, not a tickle. I know. I was drinking a soup right before we started recording, so perhaps there was like a little... You know, sediment in there. I don't know. 
<laughs> couldn't think of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go through trigger warnings first. Yes. Um, trigger warnings are marital rape, domestic abuse, pregnancy, and childbirth, racism, cheating, violence, death of a family member. There weren't a lot online, but these were kind Civil of what I war. Civil war, yeah. <laughs> um, like kind of forced immigration. Um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, this is Isolation. a heavy book. This yeah. is a heavy book. Yeah, this this is definitely. This is not a, heavy a light book. read. No. Uh, which is. Um, ironic because I picked it because it looked like it was going to be a romance for the cartoony kind of cover. Nope. nope. It No, it was not. It was, nope. in fact, pain um, yes. on paper. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was shocked as, like, doesn't the book start with literally being, like, Juan Ruiz was twice her age, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, it's was, a oh no, <laughs> right off the bat. It was like, was oh, like oh, oh, oh no, wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I was not expecting everything that happened, but once it started to get into it, I was like, okay, I kind of know where this is going. It's yeah. going to be constant um, pain and mm-hmm. suffering. And mm-hmm. uh, when it's revealed that. Anna is pregnant. I was yeah. like, oh, man, dude. Fucking. Pe-. And they change her age. And yeah. like, when once, she gets like, there. when you yeah. go to the hospital, make sure you don't ever say, like, how old you really are. Yeah. And doctors are like, how old are you? And she's about to say 15. She goes, uh, fit 19. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Come on. Yeah. I. So I, you chose the books for this month. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> when you, like, because I looked up, like, the, I didn't go into them blind. Like, so we had mm-hmm. House of the Spirits, Mexican Gothic, and this book. And I looked kind of into them. I'm like, we didn't choose a single, like, happy No, I, I was picking ones that, like, were either, like, kind of recent or talked about frequently or... Because when we pick books that nobody really has read, right? Um, well, selfishly, those episodes don't do very well, right? And then otherwise, and then I also feel like, oh, maybe people who like listening to us are kind of like, oh, I can't listen to this one because I haven't mm-hmm. heard or heard or read it this heard or read this book, right? So I was kind of trying to pick like I went to a website that had like some really good um, Latinx authors, and I was trying to pick more diversely, not just pick like only Mexican authors or whatever. right. right. I was trying to spread it out a little bit um and i still i'm going into books blind <laughs> yes and so like i remember reading all three and i was like okay so we're doing like a heavy uh latinx month um i guess so yeah well so what what drew me to to this one though is that it is based on angie uh angie cruz's mom's mom. yeah mom's story Mm-hmm. Which I think those stories that are not often written down, especially from immigrant mothers, are mm-hmm. some that are like just need to be told one way or another. So I can always right. appreciate it when um, a daughter is willing to write s- a similar story that right. of what their mother had to go through. And so I, I was like, I like this this concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sorry, that's okay. To get that sediment out. 
I know, for real. <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to sip my water quietly. <laughs> so, okay, she's. This was, oh, it was so sad. Just like. So I watched some YouTube videos of like um, some like book YouTubers mm-hmm. talking about the story, specifically like Latinx book yeah. YouTubers and talking about how they related to this story and how mm-hmm. like what this story meant to them. And it was just like, this is so much more than the story of an immigrant. Yeah. It's this like this push and pull between wanting to become independent and utilize opportunities for yourself but also this tie to your family and needing to take care of them and this responsibility you have for them like you you were the one who got this opportunity mm-hmm. and there's so much you could do for yourself for that but it's like you have this duty yeah to your family and like that's like i think a very very common like we we see that across cultures and stuff like oh somebody comes to america or they go to somewhere where they like a bigger city where they can make more money and yeah. how much of it gets sent back yeah. to family elsewhere and and then but then the family else like back where wherever they were born or the rest of the family is is like oh they're living this lavish life and stuff and they have all of these coats and fancy things yeah. and jewelry and it's like not like that at all uh, and and I think there's also what comes with that is um, like how Anna's mom would be like send money for this send this why haven't you mm-hmm. sent us this yet like, exactly why haven't you brought like we need this we need that tell Juan to be giving this to you like make demands from him and order stuff like that. yeah you have to make you have to order these things from Juan and yeah Anna's like literally cowering in a corner like protecting herself from him because yeah, he's beats, abusive he beats her within an inch of her yeah. life at one point like yeah yeah it's uh, and so I, I think that's also like a very universal immigrant experience as well yeah like, like you said like the families back home will think oh she's living the good life exactly now. she got out she's so how like, come she can't yeah. supply us with the things that we mm-hmm. need like mm-hmm. um and that's it's it's like yeah there is a a, a difference in the location <laughs> but that doesn't mean there's a difference in what the reality of a living environment is necessarily so i i was and- like dying when when her mom and stuff were like that were just being like well we need this and we need this and I you know. need to just ask just ask say you want it it's like it's no. so like it's so frustrating because it's off. like her mom pissed me off but then like at the end when it was like of like when they kind of had a moment where it was mm. like she realized this is not she was like oh your life here is fucking too uh, little too late honestly yeah for me. sorry it but like uh it sucks because like her mom like it was really frustrating but her mom was trying to to like yeah take care of her entire family and but it was like using anna to take care of her entire family like you get out to better the lives of me and your siblings and everybody, and it's yeah. like, even though I'm literally basically selling you yeah. to a guy twice He's, your age when yeah. you're 15 fucking years old, yeah, yeah, who I know is gonna repeatedly R word you, yeah, and you just have to suck it up and just like the way that Anna was describing, like being able to read 
his behavior when he would come home every night mm-hmm. and what she would have to she was like sometimes it was better to just let it happen yeah and be still be quiet yeah. whereas like others she was like sometimes he was so drunk or so tired i could avoid him until he was able to like until he passed out right and it was like oh fuck i was uh listen i had the audiobook for this one on oh, libby mm-hmm. and i was listening to this while i was at the gym and i was like i think i need to pause and yeah. listen to music or something because i'm gonna this- just ball my eyes out <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah this is not fun um no i just and also just the fact that I, I was nervous, honestly, throughout that, like, Juan was going to have a redemption arc. I don't know why I was thinking that that would happen, but I was kind of like, yeah. you never know, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's going to turn out to be this amazing dad and change yeah. his mind about whatever. Who was the lady that he was, like, fucking Caridad. with? Caridad. Caridad, yeah. Like, yeah. that he was going to realize, oh, no, I need to be a family man now and just, yeah. like, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 please, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> please. Um a 30 something year old who's uh has this obsession with a 15 year old is never going to have a redemption what arc. the fuck and literally like the i'm gonna call it the courting phase but we are acknowledging that's not what that was but right. like when he would come back and like like be dr- drunk around her mm-hmm. back in dr and just like and she was like, I can't even, he couldn't even see my eyes. How could he tell me that I was blushing in the light and yeah. stuff like that? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was giving the creepy uncle at your family's get togethers. And yeah, it was not good. Um, mm. I, that's why, like, when I think, like, the relief that I felt. <laughs> was probably similar to Anna's relief when Juan needed to leave. And go back to yeah. Santa Domingo for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like my like I felt like I could finally like breathe while for a second. Yeah. I was like please and the way when it kept kept lasting, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like keep him there forever. Mm-hmm. Even in the like turmoil of her literally losing her brother. Yeah. Yeah. I was still like still this relieved. is horrible, but I'm still relieved that Juan is not there. Mm-hmm. I just uh what did you think yeah. about the plot line with uh Juan's brother? Um well <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so like I kind of got from early on that there was gonna like he was he saw her in a way and like actually kind of like there was more friendship between them and understanding. Mm-hmm. But at the same time it was like the way she was always like he had oh he was in another girl's bed like it's just like a bouncing between girlfriends yeah and stuff it was like this is never going to last to yeah yeah yeah. no i agree and and so but i think it gave her a taste of what something good could potentially yeah. feel like and it doesn't have to be and like i think she knew that like it didn't have to be the way it was with yeah. one but um like that gave her that taste of okay i could be here in this city and i could have something good too mm-hmm. yeah for sure so i think yeah that's what and it gave her hope i think too mm-hmm. of like maybe i can you know cuz they were hoping to like run away together kind of you know yeah and so it it, it gave her what she needed to get through and it, it I think it gave her a taste of what she could work towards yeah. and like imagine for her future. For sure. It gave her this this concept 
that was new to her that like oh yeah there is I mean that wasn't like necessary it was love she they both yeah. loved each other but it was kind of like eh. Yeah, and no, it's still, like, this was, like, a stepping stone to something yeah. better. But it, it nonetheless gave her the idea, like, okay, not every man is awful, necessarily. Right. exactly. Uh, I mean, still kind of gray area, because he yes. was the, gray area. he was her husband's brother. Yes. <laughs> um, so there's a level of bad there, <laughs> but uh, it just, like, I thought... I think I was nervous when it came to Cesar because I was, I, the course of the book was very much like man after man that she meets is horrific. Like the guys that she would sell suits to, Mm -hmm. um, like they were all fucking horrible and wanted things from her. Um, Juan being fucking horrible. So I think I was like nervous to trust him, but he kind of had me sold when he was like, he was like, give me your feet or something like that when Mm -hmm. she was really pregnant. And she mm-hmm. was like, what? <laughs> like, what, what do you, you mean? What yeah. do you mean, bro? Uh, and he was like, what do you mean? I heard pregnant women really like foot rubs. And oh, she was, yeah. And that was just like her first, even just gentle experience with a man, really, if you think yeah. about it, besides her father. Where like there wasn't something that she had to do for them yeah. in return. Even though you know? she wanted. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She was like, uh, focus. Yeah. <laughs> we must stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, good foot rub will do that to users. I understand. Yeah. Um but I also liked that in that way she also got to understand like not all sex has to be traumatic. Yes. Yes. Which I think I was very also nervous about with Cesar. I was like, what if this does turn into that and she doesn't want it? And it's a, you know, a secondary. And now both two brothers are doing this shit. And this her. time she thinks she loves this one. You yeah. Know I mean? That That's... further complicates. I was uh... like, please, no more trauma. <laughs> no yeah. more, please, please. Um, so I was really happy that she was like, I'm horny. <laughs> I, yep. I was like, good. Good for good you. Good for you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so I would have been so depressed if it went the other yeah. way. Uh yeah. I also just I like too that he was like he was the one where he was like, you could sell this food. Yeah. He like believed you know, in like, her. <laughs> he believed in her and he wanted her to be able to be like independent and want to yeah. like make something money. for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, which was like a total right juxtaposition, big word time, to fucking how Juan. <laughs> to fucking Juan, who where she was literally like hiding her money and like mm-hmm. I, there, if there's oh really, if there's one thing <laughs> that I find um, extremely painful, it's the like idea of one spouse, usually a wife in these cases, like hiding away a stash of money for yeah. just in case they can have the opportunity to escape. You know, uh-huh. that's that breaks my heart. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just like a total op, like 360 in compared to 360, 180. 180. Whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I, I caught myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give, mm-hmm. give me the credit for that. Okay. Um, to, to, to Juan, because then she was able, Cesar was like, no, you need your own money. Yeah. Yeah. Make that dough. And don't, yeah. don't worry. Charge Get them more. Charge them more. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's what we want exactly what okay so that was we know what else was shocking when it was like when they saw the assassination or like the shooting yeah and it it was malcolm x too and i was like oh shit we're in history history (laughs) i was like like, okay okay (laughs) yeah 
Um, the thing is, like, I didn't know. We sh- I think that was like, is this neighbor really? What's happening? I'm curious. I don't know. I can't see, but somebody is doing construction shit next door. Oh, well, that's fun. What the fuck? How loud is it? I it's a when you're not talking, I can hear it, but it's okay. And it's it's really not that loud. I'm I can hear it because I'm listening. I think. Oh, that's gonna piss me off. Now I'm gonna close my window. Okay, that's okay. Um, but I think if I had known, like, and I'm sure we were taught in history class, like exactly where Malcolm X was assassinated. Mm-hmm. But um. When they started, because they talked about cross streets and, like, where everything was, like, yeah. throughout the book. And so I think that was definitely set up for readers to be like, oh, this shit's about to go down. Yeah. But I, I, streets and, like, exactly where mm-hmm. it happened. And so at, I was like, when they were like, oh, yeah, it was this man named Malcolm X or whatever. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. There was a lot of. Like, I think this was, like, a multi-layered story. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there was a lot to focus on. And I think it kind of put into perspective, like, again, kind of like when we had the conversation about the House of the Spirits, right? Like, women in times of, like, political distress, mm-hmm. their stories mm-hmm. are often not told. Right. And they are often the ones that have, like, very obviously men in those times have traumatizing things happening to them but i but think they have things that people don't even consider and usually they are the reason that these yeah. traumatic things are happening yeah <laughs> you know um so i think it was one of those opportunities too to to say like this is the reality of the little stories that come together as also a big story right that makes sense yes that makes sense words <laughs> before we move on to discuss the rest of dominicana let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's continue the conversation. Sure. So her baby. Yes. I, I, okay. The thing is, I think this is also a very universal experience for immigrant women and immigrant mothers mm-hmm. is like in that feeling of isolation is like this baby will be my best friend. This baby will be yeah. able to translate things for me. This baby will be able to make my life easier in some way. Mm-hmm. And that shit just stresses me out so much because it's yeah. like, Oh, ready for that generational trauma. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's another layer to that too, where like even uh, Anna was kind of thinking like, with this baby, I would not. I would not put this baby in the position that my mom put me in right, with one. Right. Yeah. So there's like a willingness to break um, certain uh, certain cycles. aspects. Yeah, certain cycles of generational trauma, but it nonetheless creates more. <laughs> creates more. Yeah, in in different ways and new new ways to have mm-hmm. generational trauma, which is 
stressful in general. I mean, um, she's just like she's a teenager. Like she's in yeah, no place to become a mother. She's a kid. <laughs> like, ah, I just uh, like the whole pregnancy thing. Like the second I saw it coming, I was like, oh man, oh man, no, I'm stressed for her. Like mid escape. One, when she runs into Cesar, I was nervous because I didn't yeah. trust him yet at this point yeah. either. And I was like, not another man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what if he snitches? You know, right. what's the consequence on her from Juan if mm-hmm. if she gets snitched on? And then right. the, like fainting, yeah, feeling nauseous. I was like, no, 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 no. And then the fear of like being in the hospital and nobody mm-hmm. speaks Spanish and like the doctors like saying words she knows, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like heart sinking moment because even if she did want to run away, how can you make that decision like this now? Like it's just a hard it's a hard it it just adds another layer of fucking stress onto right. everything. And she had this like bit of hope too of like I know she, she wanted to wait to tell Juan. Yeah. But there was also this hope of like with his child in me maybe he won't hurt me. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. But then it was like initially when she like he hadn't known yet and he was getting angry like the way she yeah. needed to protect her belly. Yeah. To oh god, that was fucking painful. To it read. was really fucking painful and just like fucking terrifying. Like al- yeah. also whatever that scene was, it, it she wasn't pregnant yet, but mm-hmm. towards the beginning when she first got to New York and mm-hmm. he's like beating on her for the first time mm-hmm. and she's literally like passes out. Mm-hmm. And she starts waking up to the sound of him, like, going, Anna, Fine. Anna, Anna. Yeah. Oh, crying, my God. And then gets angry when she wakes up. Like, yeah. And then cries again. And, like, I don't know. Fucking men. I fucking can't stand abusive people in general, Um, which I think is probably common. But <laughs> it just made me, like, angry. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 It sucks. Um, So, for me, I think I... I want to read more about um, like that time period in the Dominican Republic because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I ever really learned much about that. I think I did a little bit senior year of high school, but I don't know much about the like Dominican Republic history. I feel like I have like baseline knowledge, I don't but not really. not enough. I think it definitely if I had more. Mm-hmm. of an idea I of have, what was going on at that time. I think maybe those parts of the story would have been... I have his, like I have a more knowledge on like the breaking away, like the time period of um, independence and breaking away from slavery. Yeah, uh-huh. me too. With me too. like Haiti and Domin- Dominican mm. Republic and all of that. I don't right. know why. I don't know when I learned that, but I know more about that than like the stuff that happened less than 100 years ago right uh it's probably the u.s that's probably american um uh-huh. Uh-huh. education system because yeah, i was gonna say that i was waiting for you to finish <laughs> <laughs> because uh yeah the cia had uh, <laughs> uh okay, it's crazy how we actually. only the, how the things we learned in public school are very specific right selective like, <laughs> yeah yeah selective that's the, that's what mm-hmm. i was that's the word i was looking for oh yeah sorry. Today we are coming from you live from my dining room table because my cats are snuggling on my desk chair and I couldn't dare move. Them. I couldn't move them. It's the first real snuggle. Mm. So cute. They're very cute. Mo gave the little one a bath. I love that so much. 
I keep, I'm looking at all of my moles now and I'm like, <laughs> the way I'm like, that <laughs> one looks stress, weird. Stress, 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 that stress. one's new. <laughs> <laughs> that one has a weird shape. Why is this one two different colors? Mm, oh no. <laughs> I'm going to no. find a new dermatologist. I've just Don't we love stress. By the way, listeners, by the time you hear this one, this episode's like a month old by the time it gets out. Um, so when this gets out, Sammy, you will have been in Prague already for, I think, like two weeks. That's insane. Um, so hope that's gone good for you in the future. <laughs> hope I didn't forget anything big. Uh, hope I made a friend or two. Yeah. Hope you've been eating good. Yeah. And having good coffees. Yes. Yeah. Hope you found a bookstore. Yes, that sells books in English. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hope. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Have I? Sh- okay. So I know we didn't absolutely love uh, conversations with friends, mm-hmm. but there is, I saw on TikTok the Croatian um, copy of Conversations with Friends. And it's, it's like pretty- the coolest cover. Oh, really? I love foreign covers. I'm like, oh shit, do I buy that? Like, no, I don't. I I'll send it to you though. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. I love love like, love, I would, love international covers. I would literally just cut the cover off and frame it <laughs> and put it on my wall. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna I want your send it to me. I'm gonna send it I to you. I guess right I could now. look it up. Is, I'm gonna are do you it right just now. Googling it? Okay. I'm doing it right now. Don't do it. Creation okay. conversations <clears throat> friends. Croatian, not Christian. Maybe you will have been there for like three weeks. I don't even know what our timing looks like anymore. Terrifying. Because you leave next weekend, right? I know. Oh my Stop. god, because we're traveling Stop on the saying same day. That. I know. I would I went to take a nap yesterday because yeah. I had a big emotional day. Yeah. <laughs> um and why can't I find it? It's on TikTok, so I can't send it right now, but I can't find it right on Google for some reason. I'll send it to you on TikTok after this. Yeah. Because if I open TikTok it'll fuck with the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Okay. But it's really pretty. Um I went to take a nap and I literally like I start like calming down and I'm like about to fall asleep and then I go I leave in a week and two days, and yeah. I haven't packed a thing. I still have so <laughs> much shit to do. <laughs> I don't know if I'm bringing a full suitcase or not yet. I don't know if I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, you will have been there for a month when this episode goes up. Uh, uh-uh, bro. Yeah. So hope that's been going well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> You've inspired me to actually get my uh passport fixed. Oh good. You know what I need to do? I need to get my real ID. I do too. I still don't have mine. When we moved to Portland, I had just gotten my New York, New York driver's license. license yeah. And so I was like, man, I just spent like X amount of money on this. What's the point to do it again in a month when I'm in Portland? So I just haven't done it yet. And now I'm like, well, now I'm married and I need to get my my name changed. So now is the time to do it. 
now I have things I have places I need to go and I need my ID so I'm like yeah uh, <laughs> when am I ever gonna change my ID <laughs> that's gonna be hard to do because it's really hard to get the real ID like you need like mm-hmm. a bunch of documents and proof of stuff with your name on it yeah and then you're gonna it's also gonna be a name change one yeah so that's gonna be a pain in the butt are you bringing a backpack to use for school there and ah. I said no, I'm bringing a tote bag because I use a tote bag for everything. You're crazy. I could not have used a tote bag in college. Well, I figure I'm just going to be bringing, like, like, if all of a sudden I have a shit ton of textbooks, then I'll acquire a backpack. Okay. But if I'm just bringing my laptop and, like, a couple of notebooks, then... That shit just gets heavy walking around in a city, though. I don't know. I, like, I love my tote bags. I know, but you drive a car. That's true. (laughs) So you don't carry it for 90% of the commute. (laughs) Just your ins Uh, and your outs. I think you might change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Laptops are heavy, bro. Like, they, I know they're not, but they are. You know what I mean? Maybe I won't bring my laptop to school then. I'll just bring my iPad and I'll have my, like, readings and stuff and just keep my laptop um, at wherever I'm living. Because I don't know where the fuck I'm living yet and I'm going to be there. That's terrifying. You leave in a week. (laughs) I know. (laughs) i know how are you okay (laughs) i would not be i just i have trust i have a either they give me a place to live or they pay for somewhere to put me up because that's fair that's on them if i you know are you gonna be in a place with other people yes did you decide to have your own room I recall I, talking about this, and now I don't remember what the result was. I, I, I checked the box that said, I will pay an cool. exorbitant amount of money to have my own room. <laughs> and then there was a thing underneath, is there anything else you need us to know? And I said, please, please, please give me my own room <laughs> for <laughs> mental health purposes. Also, I snore very loud. Whoever I share a room with is going to end up hating me, and this is causing me a lot of stress. Just give me my own room. I will pay $1,000 for this. Mm-hmm. So. You know what? That's fair. So I hope the next time we record an episode, <laughs> you can update us that you do, um, in fact, have your own room. I, I'm going to report back with, I found, I'm manifesting this right now. I'm speaking into Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yes. I have my own room. Mm-hmm. I love the people I'm sharing whatever my living arrangements is yeah, with. Yeah. I love them. We're best friends. Um, we all cook together and um, it's wonderful. I found a super cute bookstore that has a really, really cute um, lesbian bookstore mm-hmm. worker that – and we're, like, we're talking. We're seeing where things are going. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's flirtation in the air. There's ice. flirtation in the air. Mm-hmm. And she gives me book recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Specifically, and I give like, her- really romantic – Yes, and I give her stories. Yes, and I give her book recommendations too. And um, what else is happening? Uh, school's going really well. I love my classes. Yeah, and you're doing well, and you don't feel overwhelmed. Yes, and I got that internship. I got that oh, internship oh, that mm-hmm. I wanted, and it that's also going really well. And I could see myself like totally working and living in Europe in the future. Fuck yeah. So that's and that's, you have not had any physical or health ailments issues. Yes. Yep. And um, nobody lost my bags. Oh, while I was that's flying a good around. One. You haven't had anything stolen. Nothing has been <laughs> stolen. Nothing has gotten broken. 
Um, and I'm well under my budget. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm looking good for the rest of my time there. I have a trips comfortably. Mm-hmm. And yep. Ooh, and you found a coffee shop that has ice. Yes. Yes, that serves iced beverages. That's not a Starbucks. Yes, I am excited, though, because it's not going to be super hot in Prague um, for very long. So, And I am the type of person who enjoys hot coffees when it's cold out. So I just need to find a place. And you need to. I know, I need to do my. Hold the cup from the top and yeah. shake it. <laughs> I was literally making these, like, I was doing it. I'm doing it with my hand, too. <laughs> uh, and these are good manifestations. Yeah. I'm I'm really just trying to control the outcome of um, the next few months. Ooh, but... and I hope you find, like, a stray cat who likes <gasps> yes! to come visit you every time you yes, walk past a specific area. And that doesn't end tragically. Like I, I want, oh God, yeah. I want a nice little like cat friend that doesn't just disappear on me or I find mm-hmm. dead at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. That's huge. I hope also that like you're only encountering nice people or like neutral people. Uh huh. No aggressive people. <laughs> or if it is aggressive people, I am super witty in the moment and I talk down to them and then they run away in Good. fear. Good. Because Good. I'm so powerful and Have you seen witty this, uh, and funny. Can you take pepper spray out of the country? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, there's this pepper spray thing. It's like a pepper gel spray. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was watching a TikTok on it. It's $10 at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And it's like got specific grooves. So you don't have to like look at it to tell which way the, the front is. You can just feel it in your back. So or you whatever. don't risk spraying yourself. On yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to reveal that you have something to mm-hmm. a potential criminal near mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. um and it shoots like 15 feet of a distance that's, that's impressive for ten dollars and it has like 25 uses so <gasps> i think i'll probably order something off amazon yeah right when i get there because i don't think i can be flying with stuff like that that's pretty unfortunate for women isn't it it is but i un- i also understand the the risk factor of having that yeah for, sure. yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So it's like, okay. Especially in the recent um Yeah. Climate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we don't allow things that can uh incapacitate. Is that you the should word? like yeah, yeah. You should like try to find uh like a what uh, what am I trying to think of? A somewhere that sells handmade knives. Mm-hmm. And you sh- you need to get like one of those thigh strap things. Yes, and a dagger. I need to channel Poppy. You do. Do it for do it for the pot. Do it. Do do, for- commit <laughs> to the bit, bro. Commit to the bit. Yeah, just have commit a dagger to strapped to my thigh. Yeah, are you kidding? You'd be super badass. Yeah, that would be so badass. <gasps> Maybe I will. You should. You should. Well, those are good manifestations. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we've put those out there into the universe and let mm-hmm. them marinate for the next X yep. amount of days. Yeah. Oh, God. In one week. Fuck. Ah, screaming. Ah. <laughs> uh, You're going to have a blast. Everything's going to be fine. It's giving me a tummy ache. You know. <laughs> it's giving me a tummy ache, and it's not for me. <laughs> uh. Ah. Everything's gonna be good. You're gonna live your best life, 
and we're gonna be a cool longer distance podcast I, literally i don't know that's another thing i want in my own room for i'm like i don't know when we're going one i'm gonna be doing therapy two we're doing this so I, i'm like if i have to record at like two in the morning yeah, or do therapy be at two in the morning favorite person exactly yeah no that's a great point massive yeah. point we're, we'll figure it out we're gonna have also we'll, we'll alternate between who has to stay up really late for okay a pod so it's not just you it's literally an I think it's nine hours. Different. You're right. Yeah. Which that's that's pretty that's like awake you're time versus the, sleepy time. <laughs> you're gonna be in the future. <laughs> I am. Doing some time travel. Um yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that's oh, what did we rate this book? My bad. We got very, very off topic very mm-hmm. quickly. Um, I'm gonna give it four stars. Agree. Okay. Agree. That's what I gave it on Goodreads, I think. Cool. Four stars. I think it hurt, but I think it was very realistic, and I think it was a a powerful, some... powerful yeah! story to read. And just yeah, I think every um, Republican slash go back to where you type person mm-hmm. should have this story injected into their veins. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. Yeah, fully yep. agree. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hard Heroes. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Mexican Gone by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.